welcome to our second Mini Manic. Mini. I'm your host, Liam, for the next 15 to 20-ish minutes. <laughs> and sitting to my left is the ever dubious Tobias. Dubious? Dubious that will stick to the 15 to 20 minute time limit. That is dubious. <laughs> <laughs> dubious Tobias. Dubious Tobias. That's actually a bit of a tongue twister. Uh, so I'm Tobias, a, today, am I right in thinking that we're going to boldly go where only multiple series have gone before? We're talking about Star Trek, Liam. We are. It's my favourite thing. It is. Um, and that's why you'll do the majority of the talking. Yes, and you'll try to ruin it by interjecting. <laughs> and then I might anger you by saying wars instead of trek. Yeah. I would actually kill you. <laughs> I wouldn't. I have that respect. <laughs> and if I do it, it'll be accidental. So let's boldly go. Okay, well, with these mini manics, we are really talking about what happened and what we found out from San Diego Comic-Con. Comic-Con is basically our our series link for these yeah. bridge. And quite honestly, these mini manics should have come out there should have been more bits sporadic, and you should have heard some of them before. Yeah, we're going for like four mini manics, and I think we were originally going to be going for more like eight or ten, really, weren't we? Well, no, I. It was going to be enough case to bridge of, the gap. We were, yes, we were going to have like a couple a month or something. Yeah. But now we're to doing them over the next few weeks. <laughs> we're doing one a week for, for a month, basically. It's good until season two starts. If it ever happens, it will. It will <laughs> happen. We've got plans. We have plans. <laughs> Who knows if they're good plans? Ah, uh, well, you I lot think will tell us. Be good. Right, so it is Star Trek, which is very much my topic out of R two, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you say it with pain. Don't worry. At some point, we'll do something about musicals, and I won't be able to. Well, that's when we need a special guest. I'll have to. No, I'll have to do it in a way which formats it for you. <laughs> <laughs> to make it more interesting, whether it's a quiz or something. It might be interesting. I just won't be able to talk. Yeah, true. You'll, true. you'll ask me a question and I'll go, oh, no. <laughs> That's fair enough. Anyway. So, right, Star, Star Trek. I'm oh. joking. I thought I'd get out of the way now. Oh. And never shall I do that again. Welcome to the Nick podcast. Because <laughs> you've murdered Mandy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, let's try that again, shall we? Yeah. Right. We've got three shows to talk about. Yep. Uh, the first one, we're not going to talk about it for long. No. But season three of Star Trek Discovery. Really looking forward to it. I am, but I'm concerned. Because I'm not one of the naysayers. All oh, the Star Trek fans, I use quotation marks for fans, they really just can't get behind quotation it Quotation marks work really well on a radio show. That's why I verbalise it. <laughs> That's why I tell you that I'm doing the quotation marks. Basically, I've been fully behind Discovery. I've enjoyed it. I know that it's gonna—it's a visual reboot of Star Trek, so it's not going to look identical to all the Star Treks that you've seen before. It's for the modern modern audience. Not all Star Trek fans can get behind that. Through. I am fine. However, at the end of season two, the Discovery ship and its characters, most of them, most of them anyway, they were flung. They went forward into the future by over a thousand years, which puts us way beyond any other Star Trek series. We are so far in the future now. We don't know what's going to happen. Which is a good thing, because it means that they can pretty much do anything. They are now no longer beholden to canon, which I think is why they've done it. To be honest, considering how much flack they got for some stuff in season one and season two, it makes sense for them to go, fine, we'll take away but your parameters. I really liked the sinking. I mean, in season two, Captain Pike yeah. and Spock and all that, it was like, I, I really was getting behind it. And I, I, Pike is one of my favourites. Yeah. Um... So I like the fact that they've gone into the future because I get it. But I'm a bit worried about how far. Yeah, it's they've gone concerning. Cent- they've centuries in the future. The thing is, though, it limits what they can do as well. Because like, obviously they've got side characters. For example, like Mud used to appear. Well, he won't now. No, he can't. He can't. Unless it's like, oh, you're here somehow. But something has to be undone because on board the ship and with them in the future is Mishoyo's, uh Captain Giorgio. Well, Giorgio, Philip Giorgio. Yeah. She's got her own series coming. Section 31. 
she's she's got a not or somehow they'll get back surely well they might not if they stay there well she will somehow <laughs> maybe um but we've got a brand new character called book he's actually based in the future he's from there so he's going to be i think our way in he's our sherpa our sherpa through the unknown sherpa what's a sherpa like when you climb a mountain you get a local to like guide you they're your sherpa is there a sherpa okay. yeah wow i know not very often i, I give you intelligence you, <laughs> you dropped some knowledge there i was like okay <laughs> I thought you should make it up words, man. So the next mini will start with, I googled it, Sherpa's not real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be right, isn't it? <laughs> no, Sherpa is a, a, like a guide when you, you climb something. Yes, yeah. but I think he's going to be, a, he plays by his own rules. So whether he's trustworthy or not, okay. we don't know. Uh, all the other main characters are in it, except Tyler. Tyler's kept back in the past, so he's okay. not going to be there. But I think, I think they were struggling to find out how he was going to fit in there. They'll bring him in through like um, the odd like flash where Burnham just thinks about him. They could do flashbacks. That would be an easy way. Do they way. have a holodeck? No. They have training. They have like a sort of holodeck training program, but they don't have a holodeck as it is because that's not been invented yet. But now it has as we're really far in the future. Yeah, but that's just it. They'll get all the future tech. But they... It's so far in the future. Is there Starfleet? Is there a Federation? That's To be honest, it opens so many options of what they could do. It might be the only starship. <laughs> it's a world completely run by just Q. Oh, ooh, Maybe Q, Q will come into it for the first time. We have, had, have we had Q in Discovery? No. no yeah. He's not been in everything. He wasn't in Enterprise but, either. I mean, generally, the Q. My, Q, as a yeah, continuum, Q. weren't in Enterprise. No. He's a bit difficult, but maybe I'd love to see a Q. But yeah. anyway, uh, what I will say, and this is really the only thing I've got to say about Season 3, beyond what we've just said, yeah. is they haven't announced who the captain of the ship is yet. Yeah, so is it just going to fall to, like, Saru? I want it to. He's the first officer... At the end of season two, Pike basically tried to make him the captain. And he basically just went, well, we'll see. Isn't it? And Saru went, well, we'll see what happens. It's like, no, Saru, you're the next in line. You well, will, how about am I? You will be <laughs> our first regular alien captain. That would, that would be a oh, first. true, yeah. But no, I reckon it'll be stupid Burnham. Uh, why? There's no logic for how she becomes captain. She's the same rank as him. And she was a commander before him. True, but, but you know, she did also technically betray a lot of people and lead to deaths. She was put in jail and had her rank stripped. And now it's all been back and it's all good. But I don't think she should be the captain. Plus, one of the big signposts for the series was our main character is not the commanding officer. Well, if you make her the captain, she's going to be. I suppose they'd lean on the fact that she wasn't the commanding officer. No, and I suppose the, the series has evolved now. I don't really want it. I want to keep... I'd be happy for her to be first officer to Saru's captain. Yeah, that would make sense that, that because would, of their relationship. Because I don't really see... The only other alternative would be if they made Giorgio. But because of who she is, it, I, it, just, it, would, it wouldn't be a unless good idea. They, unless they just decide because it's in the future or rules are off. Yeah. Maybe, but I reckon it'll be Burnham, but I want it to be Saru. Yeah. Because she'd still be the focus of the series. It doesn't change that. Yeah. But I think I'd like him to stay as captain. We've seen him in the captain's seat quite a lot. Yeah. I think. And we saw him grow as a captain. He looks quite good in, as a captain, like in that yeah. kind of authority. I think it works, but I reckon it'll be Burnham. Cop S out. Sonequa is the lead, and I think maybe it'll just be easier to sync up with other series for your lead to be the captain. Yeah. Because you always compare who's your favourite captain, and she never gets compared in it. Because she's not captain. No, yeah. so maybe they will. But, right, so that's Discovery. We'll move on. Uh, I'm not quite sure when season three comes out, but I am looking forward to it, although I have concerns. Will it be this year? No. When does it normally come out? Well, we've only had two series and they've both been different. I'm oh, have they? I reckon it will probably be January. Okay. 
because uh, that's when this series started in January. Okay, yeah. Um, right. Moving on, you don't know much about this, but there's no. an animated series called Star Trek Lower Decks. It is an animation. It's not the first animation that Star Trek's ever had. There was, surprisingly enough, Star Trek The Animated Series. <laughs> this one, it is going to be canon. This is it. We do have to treat it as canon, but it is aimed at kids. That's a weird angle, isn't it? Now, it's going to be canon, but it's got to be kid-friendly now. But it's because they, they are now really making a Star Trek universe. Yeah, they a are A shared building. universe. This is it. Really, Star Trek was a shared universe way before Marvel came along and did it. Yeah. Uh, which is the the joke, really, I think, with Trekkies. It's just like, well, hang on. Marvel's the first franchise to make a shit. No, no, we had all these different series. The only thing is Marvel's the first to kind of lean into it, really. Yeah. They really embraced it. Uh, yeah, but now we get in the Star Trek universe. That's yeah. even what the Comic-Con panel was called because it had all these under its umbrella. But I do like the premise. Uh, it's the same guy. I don't watch it. But uh, Rick and Morty? Yeah. It's the same guy who makes that. As long as it's not the same animation style. I don't think it's... Well, I've seen the pictures. It's not quite... Okay. It's quite, It's cartoony. It doesn't look like realistic people like yeah. the, the, uh, the original animated series that we had did. But his premise was, every Star Trek series that you see, it's always like the flagship. It's the most important ship with the most important officers. It's the captain. It's the first officer. It's the doctor. This isn't. This is the lower decks in every way. It's the ensigns. It's the janitor. The people who has to clean up the mess of the main characters on a ship... That isn't top of the line. Right. Um, and he just wanted to see that side of the Star Trek universe. Yeah. But it will be aimed at kids because they've said Alex Kurtman, who is basically in charge of all the Star Trek universe now, uh, he's basically said that's what he he thinks it's important that a lot of children get into Star Trek. Cause it's got it's a, good, a good way into it. Yeah, and it's got a good message and that's the way in. It's got some famous people in it. The, the only one I can name off the top of my head is Jerry O'Connell. Uh, who is married to Rebecca Romain, who recently was number one. Yeah. Basically, he's playing, I think, the first officer in it. Not much more to say about it. I am sort of looking forward to it. I think it's good that they're giving like modern-day audiences and younger audiences a way into the franchise. What I feel, though, is I kind of wish it wasn't canon. Yeah. I wish it wasn't that important. Because now you feel like you need to watch it, but as an adult, it might not f- sit with you. I have watched everything that's canon. In Star Trek. Yeah. Which means for me to keep up that 100%, I've got to watch it. That's the thing. Uh If it's canon, it means that even if it's something tiny, it will have some little detail in it. The last thing I ever watched was the animated series because it's the one I sort of poo-hooed a little bit. Yeah. But there is stuff to enjoy. Some of the episodes are decent. If it's the guy behind Rick and Morty, I would have faith that it'll be good. Okay. Just because even if if you're not a Rick and Morty fan, it's done well for what it does. Yeah. And so he's quite a reliable name. Before we move on to the main topic of this yeah. podcast, I'll just mention the short treks. Yeah. Uh, we've got six short treks coming. How many was the, the first time around? Four. Okay. So now we've got six. Three of them are going to feature Pike, Spock and number one. Because those characters were so popular from... They've brought them back, basically. Yeah, uh, because the actors have said... And even during the Comic-Con, uh, Alex Kurtzman basically said... Would you guys be interested in the Pike series? Everyone in the audience yelled, "Yeah, well, of course, yeah. Cool, we'll see." So it's kind of there's a there's a rumbling there. So uh, are these shorts going to be like a tester for them and see if they're... I think because it's now no longer with the Discovery stuff. Yeah, uh, there is going to be an animated one in there. Oh, okay. There's also going to be one that links to Picard. Okay. So these shorts aren't just about Discovery now. Okay. They're just shorts. That's good, but also a little annoying that they're linking out of it. But then. The shorts are just meant to be like a little testing ground. True. Now that we've referenced Picard, this is actually the main reason we're doing this podcast. Star Trek Picard is on the way. 
We've now seen a trailer for it. I've watched the panel from start to finish. I, I can't name all the actors. I know some of the actors. The important thing is the new Star Trek Picard series is big because no one really thought that Patrick Stewart would return. No, because realistically, he is getting on a bit. He's in his 80s now. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, unless he's just 80, but he's around that mark. He's looking good, though. This is going to be such a bad thing for me to say, but I'm going to say it. I'm worried because they've originally, when it was announced, it was just going to be a one-off series. But they've said it's now an ongoing The series. problem is their main character is an older You don't know anyway. what's going to happen. You don't. And it's like, wouldn't it be so upsetting for him not to be able to finish it? it yeah. It, I mean, yes, you are right. It's a horrible angle to have to even yeah. consider. But it is reality that he is, if he is indeed eight, in his 80s, I then... I he's 80 at least. Yeah. If he's, if he's 80, that is getting on a bit. Yeah. But we won't dwell on that aspect. No, 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 no. The thing is, he's back. He's part of the writer's room. And he's excited. He's clearly excited. And he even got emotional talking about it. It's him and a whole new cast. He's already said how proud he is of this cast because it's kind of recreated the family bond that he had with the next generation. See, I thought he didn't like his Star Wars, Star Trek. Oh! Story. It's because I'm thinking about what I'm trying to say about it. Because yeah. I thought I'd heard, of, wasn't he one of his actors who didn't like his time in it? Or... No, no. He's proud of Star Trek. What are we getting that from then? Uh, Len Nimoy. Is that what I'm... He was a bit... Right, okay. Yeah, for a time. But no, Patrick Stewart is back. The Picard series is kind of in real time. It's sort of 20 years-ish after Nemesis, which is the last time we saw Picard. Yeah, okay. And it's going to be a key point because in Star Trek Nemesis, Data died. Yeah. And this is, this is big... Because we knew that Picard was coming back. Obviously, it's a Picard series. It's named after him. But we... It'd be weird if he wasn't in it. We had no confirmation that any other character from the next generation was actually going to be in it or not. But then the trailer happened. And, well, Brent Spiner, who played Data, yeah. is definitely in it. Whether he is Data or whether he is B4, who's like an android just like him, like a brother, almost, yeah. with Data's memories or maybe not even Data. Having not seen all of Next Gen, what happens to Law? Could it be Law? Law did die, but anything's possible with androids. You can always... Yeah. There's a clip in the trailer where they open a drawer and there's just body parts of Data. Yeah. It might be Data. It might be B4. It could be Law. It, it could... It, it could it be could, a new one that just looks like them. It won't be a new one. I don't think they'll go that way. Can you imagine they're like, this is no one you it's know. Like, it's just looks another like one. This one's Bob. <laughs> data wow. Bob. Uh, data Bob. Data Bob. Uh, but that was important. They've used like... MCU styles de-aging. Yeah. Because obviously Brent Spiner's got on, but he's playing an android who he can't age. age yeah. uh, so they've done Well, that. um, you know, sorry, Red Dwarf managed to not age a hologram. Oh, wait, no, they didn't. Yeah. He looked super old. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was exciting. But also, Seven of Nine from yeah. Voyager. She's, she's in looking it. good in it as well. Yeah. Um, Jerry Ryan. Now, obviously, we've never seen Jerry, uh, like Seven of Nine and Picard have never been in scenes before. We've now seen that's like a crossover. That's quite exciting. And we've got all these new characters. We've got a whole new crew. We've got Romulans for the first time as main characters, I think. Alison Pill, who's been in um, American Horror Story. She's a major character. She's like some sort of doctor. Santiago Cabrera. Cabrera, let's say his name <laughs> again. He's from Heroes. He was Isaac the Painter. Yeah. Uh, and he's uh, Aramis in The Musketeers. He's like a captain, like a roguish captain. I wasn't expecting to see a Borg cube. This is, this is the weird thing. Yeah. When I watched the trailer... That was the thing. I should have. I knew all the Romulan stuff. What the series is going to do, and it's going to upset a, a lot of Trekkies. I think it has upset a lot of Trekkies because a lot of fans of Trek don't count J.J. Abrams' films. 
But the, what happens in the first film is that uh, Sun goes supernova and destroys Romulus, which is why Spock, in trying to save it, ends up going back in the past, and that's what creates the, the Kelvin timeline. Yeah. But people, I say people, certain fans don't want to count them because they're not a fan of it. But what the Picard series does is reference it. So they have to. The, the Romulan Empire is in trouble. Romulus, its main planet, got destroyed. And it has deeply affected Picard. And he's all now hooked up in Romulan politics and everything. He's left Starfleet. But obviously the whole series is always going to be about him going back into space. That kind of had to be. Uh, He's got a dog now in his vineyards uh, called Number One. Wow, that's a terrible name for a dog though. Uh, But it's his first officer. Number One. (laughs) Number One. Number Uh, One. And so... Number One, stop doing that Number Two. Oh, that's good. That's my input to this episode. Thank you. Thank you. It was worth it. I'm glad you came. <laughs> got data. We got seven of nine. Now, did you ever? Because you're, you haven't watched all of Next Generation. No, I haven't did, watched all of Next Generation. I've watched, I think, like two and a half. Did you meet? No, you wouldn't have done. Hugh the Borg. No. They find what they consider almost like a dead Borg, but they look after him. They kind of actually think that they could use him as like they put a virus in him and then send him back to the collective. And destroy the Borg that way. But what they actually do is he the 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 Borg starts to get his individual individuality back. Okay, yeah. They name him Hugh, and he becomes friends with Data and Geordie. And they do they actually decide they've got to let him live. They can't do anything because now he's got a he's actually got individuality. Yeah, he's not just part of a collective. But they put him back. They send him back. They think that he's back in the hive mind. But just as he's beaming up to the the. Uh, collective he just kind of gives a side eye to Geordie to show that he's still him the next time you see him instead of a ball cube you've got this ship which is all abstract shaped and the individuality that he took back into the collective separated a load start it kind of spread a bit a little bit mm. but that's the last time we saw law as well okay because law came along and took them they were all they needed guidance so law's like oh got a little army here mm. so we've actually only seen Hugh like three times so he was a big surprise that Hugh is back. Okay. Uh, he's quite a big character in Star Trek lore to be back. Okay. Cool. I didn't realise how much Borg stuff there was going to be. I knew Romulan stuff was a key point. You like Star Trek. But I do. you're not as obviously no, into it. No, I it? do like Star Trek. Um, I would say, having joked about the Star Trek Star Wars, I prefer Star Trek in most elements. Oh. I, like The series I, I, that I've seen, I do really enjoy and I find, like, obviously Star Wars is so complicated unnecessarily. Like, political and... Yeah. Well, Star Trek is political. But the thing is, it's done over a TV series. Yeah. Instead of a film, where yeah. it kind of bombards so you I, stuff. So, no, I'm, I'm definitely nowhere near the level you are. No. But I, I do like it. You know, like, I'm up to date with Discovery. I'm watching Voyager. Now, this is the thing, though, right? You're watching Voyager, mm. taking Discovery out of the equation. You yourself said that maybe you aren't such a fan of next generation so how excited are you for picard as that's what is um on the level of what i've seen not massively from the point of view of following on from next generation i'm interested because it's obviously he's a super famous character yeah but to be honest i will probably finish next generation just to see it only because you've got a long way to go yeah but it's more of i can't justify watching picard and not watch it for example i don't know who hugh is that's true i've just yeah that's true yeah do you know what I mean? And yeah, you've told me it doesn't matter because, you know... Oh, no. It, to I, me, like, I, I would, I'd want to watch it in context. I think you'll be able to watch Picard and not have to have seen Next Generation, but I think it'll mean so much more to yeah, you. Yeah, it'll be like another level. Yeah, it'll... Because Next Generation was years ago. It's what got me into Star Trek yeah. back in 
the early 90s. It started in 87. Um, I'm really excited. And I'm also, although they weren't there at the Comic-Con panel, it was also announced that Riker and Troy are going to be in it. That's cool. Uh, well, Jonathan Frakes, who plays Riker, uh, he also is directing episodes as well. But Riker's my favourite character. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm will looking... Will he be beard? Will he be no beard? He will be beard. He'll be beard. He'll be beard. Uh, because he was filming as he was doing talks and he's got a beard. Return of the beard. No, he never really got rid of it. He only got rid of it for one film. <laughs> yeah, so we've got Discovery Season 3. We've got The Lower Decks. Although it wasn't really discussed, we've got a Star Trek 31 series coming at some point. That'll yep. be after Discovery Series 3, when we know what happened to Giorgio. <laughs> but really, the big news, and it was the main focus of the Star yeah. Trek Universe panel, was Star Trek Picard is on the way early next year, I believe. I think rightfully so, it should have the, the, the level it's got in the hype. It's bringing a super famous character back with a super famous actor, and now with the added bonus of all these characters that everyone yeah. knows and loves, with and new also, ones. The effects are so much better now. Yeah. The trailer looks Cause, cinematic. Because I will say, that is the thing that I've struggled with with Next Generation. It's not always the best effect. Mind you, if you've only and got a, a couple slower. of seasons in. Yeah, I'm not at the, the, the peak of it. Season three is where it kicks off. Season three has some of the best episodes. Yeah. Because I will say, I, fin- I stopped watching it, never with the intention of never watching it again, but I simply couldn't push myself back to it. And I started in Voyager, which I believe is the wrong one to watch next anyway. Yeah, Deep Space Nine. Yeah. But I didn't know that. I thought, I didn't realise. You're friends with me. You could have just <laughs> asked. Yeah, but when I start a such a conversation with you, it's normally quite a long conversation. No, if it was just literally, which is the order, I would have just told you the order. You No, because you'd, go, no, you'd have gone, <laughs> finish next generation. No, because I didn't do that. Did you not? When I was taking my ex-girlfriend for it all, uh, we actually watched it a season at a time, but the season's in order. Oh. So we started Deep Space Nine at the same time as season five of Next Generation, because that's when it came out. Cool. And then we didn't start Voyager until Next Generation had finished because that's when that happened because they used the same set, you see. So it's kind of like Deep Space Nine is the the join, the glue, and the other two kind of took over from each other. Okay, then. So, no, I would have started Deep Space Nine at a certain point and then carry on that and then end up with Voyager and then watch Enterprise. Okay. But then this, this kind of brings an end to the Star Trek universe mini manic, which once again... A bit like our other one, but not quite as bad. No, in there. It's still many compared to our normals. Oh, easily. That's the end. We we boldly went, mate. We went where no one went, went, went. Boldly went. Enjoyed it. Like a little bit of Star Trek stuff. Yeah. No, it was good. Yeah. Good times. You're like, I really don't have a lot to say on this topic. Uh, <laughs> I don't. It's not my topic of, of choice. No. We both know that. Yeah. Uh, do you not remember the, 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 the Wars versus Trek episode? Yeah. <laughs> you know? That but was the second it, one, and that was a lot of me talking, wasn't it? But it's, it's been a good old good old time. Good old time. So we will see you next time for Mini Manic number three. Woo! Don't forget you can check us out on Twitter, at The Manic, as well as our Tumblr blog, which is also at The Manic. Two ends. Very important. Very important. And we will see you next time. Later, people. Stay Manic. Stay <laughs> Manic.